Good morning, everyone. It is Sunday, and I get to preach again. Woo! I'm excited. I am excited. Ecstatic, actually. I uh, I hope everyone has had a really good week. Uh, it is Mother's Day. Um, my sermon isn't about Mother's Day, though. Uh, my wife has been a while back. She's like, how do you know, preach for, like, the holidays? To be honest, I, I preach what God gives me. Um, and so, yeah, that's that. So, um, but I, I do honor mothers. I'd like to honor my mother. Uh, I love her very much. She's, I'm biased, but she's like one of the best mothers ever. Uh, she, she worked her butt off for me and, and the rest of my siblings. And uh, I just really love her. And uh, she's a God-fearing woman. And she raised me to be a God-fearing man. So because of her that that uh that i even you know know jesus now she she let me in on the big old secret that isn't a secret that isn't a secret at all eternal life in heaven with jesus so i'm thankful to her for the love that she gave and Turning me over, you know, let, introducing me to the Lord God Almighty. So, I'm just going to pray and let's just jump right into this. Father, we love you, we praise you, we thank you, Lord, for this day, for every day that you give us, Lord, on this earth that you created. Father, thank you for, for giving us life, for giving us new life, Lord, for sending Jesus to die for us so that we could be redeemed and we could be created as new people through the Spirit of Jesus Christ, where heaven is open to us, where there's no death anymore. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've given. Father, I pray that this sermon opens the hearts of everyone that hears it and gives them a new, deeper, closer relationship with you. Pray that it brings people that perhaps don't know you to you and opens their hearts to love. Father, I pray that these words are not from me, but they are spoken from you, using me as a vessel and the Spirit moving through me to give this message. Father, I pray and I ask these things and I thank you, Lord so much in jesus amen all right we're going to start out in second timothy verse two and then from there i'm, I'm doing a little jumping around today i know how y'all love that <clears throat> but the next one is going to be hebrews hebrews verse four i mean uh, chapter four and then from hebrews chapter four i'm going to jump into jeremiah chapter 23 <clears throat> And then we're going to say in Jeremiah 23, I'm going to hop over to Jeremiah chapter 29. Lots of jumping around. <clears throat> and, then, and then we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 3, Mark chapter 7, Psalm chapter 119, and Matthew chapter 22. I'm sure my dad is loving this. He, he hates it when I jump around like this. Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm going to give you all these again, but if you want to just... 
sit and listen and not worry about going to the Bible, maybe check these verses later on your own, that's, that's totally acceptable as well. This is one of those sermons that you can follow along if you like, but you really don't have to. It's, uh, I'm just, I, I'm using all these verses to, because God led me to use all these verses and uh, they're, they're making a point that, uh, that everyone will understand. But I'll, I'll go ahead and read these off one more time and then we'll get started. 2 Timothy chapter 2, <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 4, Jeremiah chapter 23, and then again Jeremiah chapter 29, Proverbs chapter 3, Mark chapter 7, Psalm chapter 119, and Matthew chapter 22. Get a drink here. I'm trying to think of some place I could put this. <clears throat> Alright, so let's start in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19. <clears throat> Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity let every person who knows Jesus every person who uses his name as one that believes let every person that has Jesus in their heart has the spirit of God living within them let every single one depart from sin now we are fleshly beings, and our flesh is weak, and we still sin. We are still with sin, and we will always sin until the day comes that our flesh falls to the earth and our spirit rises to heaven. But we can make a conscious, mindful, and spiritual effort to turn away from sin and seek Jesus, pursue him, Constantly, praying constantly. And, and our walk with Jesus, we will stumble from time to time. We will stumble. We will sin. But if you're pursuing Jesus, then the sin doesn't weigh you down. You sin. You, you, you acknowledge that you sin to, to the Lord. You repent. And then you ever ever push ever more forward towards Jesus in the pursuit of his love in the pursuit of him if you are always pursuing Jesus if you are always seeking the face of God then sin has no control over you it doesn't dictate But if you aren't seeking Jesus, if you're still, even if you're a Christian, if you're saved, if you believe that Jesus died, <clears throat> if you believe that his blood brought you salvation, if you believe that his resurrection gave you new life through the Spirit, if you believe that heaven is open to you and yet you still decide to pursue the things of this world 
the, same, the things of man, sin. All the sinful things that you that your heart so desires, which isn't your spiritual heart, but it's your fleshly heart. If you continue to pursue those things, then can you really call yourself a child of God? I've known many Christians that, oh yeah, I'm saved, yeah, yeah, I believe, you know, I'm a believer, but, uh, man, I just really want that car. You know, I just really want to go fast, and, you know, I just, I just really want to make a lot of money, and, you know, I just, I just really want to have a big house, and, you know, I just, I just really want to have a lot of companions in my life, and, uh, you know, I, I just, I just really like dressing and, and having all kinds of just shiny things, you know, but I still believe, you know, I still love God, and, and you know, one of these days, I'll, I'll you know, I'll get court more committed, but, you know, right now, I just, you know, you know, I'm just having fun. I can't tell you how many people, how many Christians, I'd almost say so-called Christians, still pursue the world. They say they believe in their heart, but they don't depart from iniquity. They, they pursue it. They seek it. And, and Jesus is, is just something they do on Sunday. And a lot of times it's not something they do on Sunday. It's something they do every other Sunday. Or, you know, one Sunday a month. Or, or, you know, at least like Easter. And, you know, you know, definitely Christmas, you know. I'm sure we all know. I'm sure we all know people. Look similar to, to what I've described. And um, it's, it's truly sad. It, it, it actually hurts me in my heart. Because Jesus said... If you keep my commandments, you love me, and I love you, and I will love you before my Father. Basically, that's what he said. But if you don't keep me, keep my commandments, and you don't love me, then I never do you. Let's, uh, let's go to Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. <clears throat> For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and the marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That is a mouthful. I'm going to say it one more time. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. The word of God pierces you even into the depths of your soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and throughout the flesh and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents, your thoughts and your intents, and, and it discerns. It discerns the thought, your thoughts and your intents of the heart. Your heart. The Word of God. 
breaks through all the malarkey and gets to the core of, of your true love, your true belief, the real you. Not the you that you want everybody to see. Not the you that you even like to look at. But the real you in your heart, in your spiritual heart. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 29. Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces? That is, that is the word. That is like the word. Is not my word like as a fire? The word of God cleanses with fire. Burns up everything all of the malarkey, that's the word that they want, burns through all of the non-essential and gets directly to the heart. The Word of God hits you right in here. It burns through all of the fluff and gets right to your heart. Your spiritual heart, your core. And like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces, it breaks through everything and leaves only what truly matters. And what truly matters? All the things of this world, all of the sin, everything that we have at our fingertips, everything now to the internet, the world is open to you. Everything is open to you. There are no closed doors. Now, there are some doors that are hard to open, but they're still, you're still able to open them if you have the drive. There's so much luxury in this world, so much enjoyment, so much that just makes the skin stand up on it. But the Word of God, it's like a cleansing fire. It is like a rock that breaks the stone into pieces. It gets through all of that, all of the flesh, all of the needful things, and gets right to the core, the spiritual heart of a man. The Word of God will lead you in your heart to truth. What is truth? <clears throat> I ask this question a lot. What is truth? Jesus. Jesus is truth. All right, we're going to pop over to Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 12 and 13. 
I am burning up today. Jeremiah 29, verse 12 and 13. I'm going to turn down the air conditioner. It's going to be really hot later when I go preach at the, uh, at the old folks' home because I wear uh, a long sleeve shirt, tie, jeans, and boots. I am going to be burning up. Burning up. <clears throat> All right. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 12 and 13. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me, and find me, when, you sh when ye shall search for me with all your heart. What is that word again? Heart. Heart. That's actually the word of the day. Then ye shall call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. If you call upon the name of the Lord, and you pray to him earnestly, completely from your spirit, your spiritual heart, he will hearken unto you. He will answer you. He will come to you. He will fill you. He will surround you in his love and love. If you call him and you pursue him, he will allow you to find him. And ye shall seek me and find me. When ye shall search for me with all your heart. If you pursue God, with all of your heart, your spiritual heart, not your fleshly heart. Your fleshly heart desires the world. Your spiritual heart desires God. If you pursue Him wholly and completely with all fullness of your spiritual heart, if you seek Him and pursue Him, when ye shall shirk self when ye shall search for me with all your heart, ye shall seek me and find me. God says that you will find me. You will find me if you search for me and you seek me with the wholeness and the fullness of your spiritual heart, with all of your soul. All of your strength, all of your spirit, you will find me if you seek me with all of your heart. And yet, people spend their whole lives seeking and pursuing God in part. Then when bad things happen, they're like, well, you know, I, I pray, you know, I, I pray when I get up in the mornings, you know, and when I go to bed at night, and, you know, like, you know, I, I go to church on Sundays, you know. I mean, yeah, you know, like, most of the time I'm, you know, like, working, and, you know, if, if I'm not working, it's, you know, it's family time, because, you know, 
Like, I got a wife and I got kids. It's family time. And, you know, I got to work. I got I to gotta work to pay the bills, you know? I got to work to make money so, you know, we can, like, afford that car that we bought, you know? And, you know, that car is not just for me, you know? It's, it's for the family. Sound familiar? And, you know, the, the family time. But, you know what? I think about going to church, you know, and I listen to Christian music, you know, and you know, I pray some, and you know, like, I don't have to go to church. I, I, I don't have to go to church to, to, uh, to, to worship God. You don't have to go to church to worship God. But Jesus made a point to say where two or more are gathered there is where I will be. I will be amongst you if where two or more are gathered. Where two or more are gathered, that's where Jesus is. So you don't have to go to a building church, but the assembly is very important. It is important to assemble with other Christians and worship God. It is important to assemble with other like-hearted, not like-minded, like-hearted individuals and, and, and pursue God with others. Worship Him. Praise Him. Hear the preacher speak with others. The Spirit moves where two or more are gathered. Now, does the Spirit move when it's just one of you? Yes, the Spirit does move. Because the Spirit, if you're a believer, lives here. But where two or more are gathered, two or more are gathered in the heart, the spiritual heart, for God, the Spirit moves. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. You have to call upon the name of the Lord. You have to ask Him and pray to Him to fill you up, to be with you. And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, 6, and 7. These are probably my favorite verses in the whole Bible. And that's mainly because... I am a moron sometimes. I get to thinking that I'm in control. I get to thinking that I'm the one that makes things happen. That if I work hard enough, everything's going to work. And I have to be reminded <clears throat> that everything is according to God's will. Even for unbelievers. This everything that exists, everything that exists, everything 
that exists and moves. The wind blowing, the stars in the sky, the planets and all the universe turning. Random asteroid flying through the depths of space. A blade of grass blowing on the wind. A bird landing on a branch. Me standing, preaching to you. Everything is God's will and according to his will. Everything. Whether you're a believer or not, whether you are a believer or not, just as we are bound by time, we are also bound by the will of God. But that, that boundness isn't being bound at all. That's free. If you believe, if you have Jesus in your spiritual heart and you believe in your heart and soul, that Jesus is Lord. If you love God first and most, being bound to God's will isn't being bound, cuff, chain. It's freedom. But for those who don't believe, those who don't pursue God, those who don't pursue His face, they're bound to His will. And they have no understanding of what that is. So they come up with other reasonings behind it. Verse 5, 6, and 7, Proverbs chapter 3. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. He will direct your path. He's actually directing everyone's path. Everyone in all creation has a path that God has laid out. And if you seek Him with all of your heart, if you trust in Him with all of thine heart and lean not to your own understanding, be not wise in your own eyes. If you lean on Him and you pursue Him with all of your spiritual heart, then He will direct your path. He will show you the path that He's laid out for you. But if you don't seek Him, if you don't pursue Him, if you don't pray to Him, if you don't believe, then you can't see the path laid out for you. And even if you do pray and you see the path, your flesh gets in the way. <clears throat> so here's this straight path. No bumps, no dips, just perfectly straight path, perfect temperature, and then here we are. <laughs> Like those sound effects. <clears throat> That's us. That's us. Christians, maybe like Christians that pursue God constantly, pray constantly, believe in their heart, and when something bad happens, they they praise Him that much more. They're probably like this. <clears throat> but everyone else, 
And then non-believers, and the only way they ever get back to that path is God. Sometimes other people's are, paths are directed to cross your own. In fact, that happens more often than not because we are all brothers and sisters. Every believer, everyone with the Spirit of God within them is connected through the Spirit. We are brothers and sisters through Jesus Christ. So our paths are directed to cross. In a good way. And but non-believers, many times their paths also cross our paths, which can mean salvation for them. Because we as Christians, we're not supposed to just keep this all to ourselves. We're supposed to spread the word of God to everyone. You don't have to be a pastor to do that. Each and every Christian is directed to speak the word of God to everyone they see. Love one another. You can't love someone and not tell them about Jesus. So trust in the Lord with all thine heart. There's that word again. And lean not to thine own understanding. Quit using this. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. When things are bad, Lord, I praise you, I love you, I glorify you. When things are good, Lord, I praise you, I glorify you, I love you. When things are eh, Lord, I love you so much, I praise you. Thank you for giving me this thing. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Turn away from iniquity. With all your heart, seek Jesus. Even if you're a Christian, more so, doubly, triple, quadruple, infinitely, pursue Jesus. Especially if you're a Christian. Because Satan is always trying to, to send you in another direction. And if you aren't a Give me a call. We'll talk about it. You have my number. If I don't answer, I'll call you back. Leave a message. Let's go to Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7, verse 20 through 21 through 23. Mark chapter 7, <clears throat> verse 21 through verse 23. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceedeth evil, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, blasphemousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. That's Jesus speaking. All of these things 
come from within us, of our flesh, of our fleshly heart, of our fleshly minds. Out of the heart of men, of men, the world. The world corrupts the heart of man. That's why non-believers live through the flesh. That's why many Christians that put God on the back burner pursue their fleshly heart, their fleshly desire. Because all flesh is corrupted. All flesh. The only flesh that was incorruptible was Jesus' flesh. But upon his death, he became sin. He took upon sin and his flesh became sin. That's why he that's why he yielded out to God. He'd never felt sin before. Jesus did something that God had never done. All of this evil comes from our flesh. But if we seek God, if we pursue Him with our spiritual hearts, if we pray and ask Him to fill us, He will. If we ask Him to direct our paths, to show us the way, He will. But you have to pursue him with all of your spiritual heart. With all of your spirit. And you have to try to pursue him with all of your flesh. With all of your being, with everything that is you, you have to seek and pursue God. But the spiritual heart has to leave. Because if the, if the fleshly heart, if your fleshly mind takes the lead, it will lead you off of the path and into the depths of iniquity. So you have got to let the Spirit lead. The Spirit of God lives within us, within our own spirit. As Jesus said, you are in me and I am in my Father. We are in His Spirit, and His Spirit is in us. The Spirit of God. We're going to go to Psalm chapter 119. Psalm chapter 119. Psalm chapter 119, verse... 2, 3, 10, and 11. Yeah, I know it's kind of jumping around, but I've been jumping around the whole sermon. I'm going to jump around this all too. Verse 2. Psalm chapter 119. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. The whole heart. 
The only way you can you can seek him with the whole heart is all of your spiritual heart and all of your fleshly heart, not pursuing the sins of the flesh, not pursuing the darkness, but pursuing the light. Let your spirit lead and pursue God with all of your heart. Verse 3, they also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Those that, that keep his testimonies and seek him with the whole heart, they also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways with him. The Christian walk, walking with Jesus. But, but Brother Jason, Psalm, Psalm's written back long before Jesus, long before God came to earth as Jesus is. But God came to earth a few times. Abraham, God came down with two of his angels and sat and talked with Abraham as the angels headed to Sodom and Gomorrah to get Lot. Abraham didn't realize that at the time. Abraham, God told Abraham that he was about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah and Abraham knew Lot was there and started questioning him, asking him if there was just a certain amount of good people if he would not destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Of course, Abraham didn't realize that the two angels, they went to Sodom and Gomorrah to get Lot. But, see, that's the thing about us as humans. We can only see in that moment. We can try to look ahead, but we have no idea what's actually going to happen ahead. That's why we have to, as children of God, as human beings, as flesh and blood and bone and spirit, we have got to pursue God constantly. We have got to seek Him and pray constantly without ceasing. We have got to always have our focus on God because we cannot see past the moment we are in. We can try to look ahead, but we don't know what's going to happen. Only God knows. Because God is the creator of time. He's bound by time. As Peter said, to God a day is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. Because time was created by Him. He is the beginning and He is the end. He existed before the beginning, and He will exist long after the end. Forever. Verse 10. With my whole heart have I sought Thee. Oh, let me not wander from Thy commandments. Oh, let me not wander from Thy commandments. With my whole heart have I sought thee? With everything of your being, everything of your being, pursue God with your whole entire heart, with your spiritual heart leading your flesh. Pursue God with all forms of heart, whole, complete. 
Verse 11, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against Him. The word of God is deep in here. Keep the word of God here. Remember, it's a cleansing fire. It's a hammer that breaks the rock into pieces. It breaks through, burns through everything, and gets to the core, to the heart, to the center of the man. Pursue him with all fullness of your heart. Let the Spirit lead you to God Almighty. Seek him forevermore. Let's go. We're going to finish up in Matthew chapter 22. Matthew chapter 22. I'm going to read verse 37 and 38. <clears throat> <clears throat> a little more trench here, so I can actually. <clears throat> All right, Matthew chapter twenty-two, verse thirty-seven and thirty-eight. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. Read, read that again. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Love the Lord God with all of you, all of your being, everything. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, all fullness of heart. Your spiritual heart leadeth you to God, and all of the flesh follows. Depart from sin, depart from iniquity, turn away from the world, and pursue God. Pursue heavenly things, not earthly things. The first and greatest commandment. The first and greatest commandment is love God with all your heart. Love Him most and love Him first. First and most. Don't put your job before God. Don't put your family, your wife, and your kids before God. Don't put anything before God. I know it's easier said than that. Because we got to work to 
to have a, a home, to eat, to have electricity. And our families are important. Our, our, our wives, our spouses are important. Our wives, our husbands, they're important. We love them. There are partners in life. We are one flesh. When you marry as a man, when you marry a woman, or as a woman, when you marry a man, you are one flesh. You are twain. You are one flesh under God. Very important. Your children, your seed, very, very important. I would say the second most important thing in all creation. The first most important thing being God. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, God Almighty, the Holy Trinity of God Almighty. Love God first and most with all your heart, your mind, and your strength. Love the Lord God first with all of your heart, your mind, your spirit, your strength, your being, everything that is you. Love God first with all fullness of heart. Seek Him with all fullness of heart. Do not seek the fleshly heart, the, the things that the heart of men desire. Do not seek the world. Do not pursue the world. Do not put God in the back burner. God is first. He is foremost. He is primary. He is eternal life. God is the creator of all things, and we have been given a gift. And that gift is eternal life through Jesus. First, He created us, and then He didn't turn away from us. He pursued us, and He wants us to pursue Him, to seek Him with all of our heart. If you're a believer, and you need to be seeking Him even harder, even more. Love God first with all of your heart, and then love your wife, your husband, your children, your dog. But God comes first. Quit putting Him on the back burner. Quit working, quit living your life around Him. Well, you know I prayed this morning and I really wanted to go to church or I really wanted to, to do a Bible study. I really wanted to read that book of the Bible. I really wanted to, you know, fast. I really, I really, really wanted to just have an hour to just think about God and, and love Him and, and praise Him and, and just... But, you know, I just I had that thing that I had to do or I had family time or my wife really wanted to... Go to the show. Or my husband really just wanted to sit down for a good, honest meal. There's a lot of excuses. How many of those excuses get you to heaven? How many of those excuses bring you to God? Love God first and most. I'll never say it enough. 
I'll never say it enough. I'm going to say it every sermon that God leads me to say it. And I'm probably going to say it even when he doesn't lead me to say it. Because God is the single most important everything. And we need to seek him, pursue him, turn away from sin, depart from iniquity, call his name and love him with all of our heart. Let's pray. Lord, we love you and we praise you and we thank you, Lord, for everything. Thank you, Lord, for this message. Thank you for blessing me with the gift to be able to speak it. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the gift of ministry and allowing me to spread your gospel to everyone. This truly wonderful gift that I don't deserve. But I thank you for it, Lord. And I thank you that everyone got to hear the message from your Spirit, Lord, speaking through me. Father, I pray that these words seep into their hearts, open their hearts, their spiritual hearts, to awaken their flesh, to pursue and seek you first and most, Lord, with all the fullness of their heart, please. Please, Lord, if anyone hears this, sees this, and doesn't know you, doesn't believe, Lord, open their hearts, soften their hearts to be filled with truth, to be filled with life, to be filled with the way, to be filled with Jesus so that they too will live and not die. Father, I pray that every believer that hears this sermon, their hearts would be opened, even wider, and they would be brought in closer to you, seeking you and pursuing you, first and most, loving you. Father, please let these words be with us as we go through our week. Help us to seek the path that you've laid out for us, Father. Help us to open our hearts and let you direct our steps. Direct our path unto eternal life, Lord. We praise you and we thank you and we love you. And I ask and pray all these things in Jesus' name. All right. I hope everyone has a really wonderful week. God bless you.